Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hangeli. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with Kennesaw State University quarterback, Xavier Shepard. Xavier, thanks for coming on. We appreciate the time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a pleasure to be here, man. For sure. So to start with this episode, talk about how the offseason has been going for you. Um, I know the offseason ended back at the end of 2021. You know, how has the summer been? Have you had workouts, workouts in the spring? Uh, so far, the offseason has been going really good. You know, just personally, I wanted to get better more as a leader and trying to bring guys more together. Just not just the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side as well, because it takes 22 people to get the job done at the end of the day. So I feel like if I can do one, if I can contribute one part of the vocal and leadership aspect, I feel like that will better contribute to our team. And also, of course, the on-the-field play as well. So just constantly trying to be that that motivator, that that guy that guys can lead on and help lead our team to where we need to go. Now, would you say that you've really improved uh, as a vocal leader throughout your time at Kennesaw State so far? Yeah, I've, I've become more comfortable in it. Um, when I first got here, I was – the shy kid, you know, not really knowing anybody coming from a, a totally different state. So I feel like as more as more time grew on and I started to get to know more people, it felt more comfortable opening up to people. So you're from Nashville, Tennessee. Talk about what it was like growing up there, the type of exposure that you had playing football and what was maybe that that spark, that interest that led you into your interest in playing at the college level? Originally, my dream has always been to play at the NFL level. Um, so college was always the, the next step into where I was trying to get to go. Um, coming from Tennessee, not really a football state, you had to reach out and talk to different guys about how they got their process going, coming from a, a smaller school where I came from. So um, I always tried to reach out to different guys, knowing how they did, um, going to different camps and stuff like that. Um, going to the, the big camps and having a great showing. So just always trying to find out what that next step would be to get to where I need to get to. Any names that you can still remember of people that you were able to learn from that were able to kind of guide you on? Um, a lot of my high school teammates really helped me out. Um, Jamarius Parker, he's currently at Western Illinois, I believe. The high school, one of my high school teammates, um, Jimmy Farrell, he was the quarterback my freshman year. Uh, he was a senior. He really, he really kind of helped me get through what's going on with my high school and stuff like that, you know, just helping me out, figuring out how to deal with the different plays that we were running at the time. Um, you know, just now I think, I believe he's doing his, he's doing a, um, a coaching gig and he's, helping different athletes, not just quarterbacks, but different teams all together through um, the national area. So he's doing a, a bunch of different things. Jay, no, Jaden Harrison, he's currently at Marshall right now. He's a receiver. Uh, he was my guy. We would, we would constantly play catch, you know, just after practice throwing and just trying to get, build that connection because most of the time it was when we went to games, it, we were getting our, our number called, so we would always try to be on point. And I will always tell the receivers, hey, it doesn't matter who I'm throwing the ball to, you know, just always be ready. 
So we would try to um, build that connection with every receiver, not just him. Um, and then uh, one of my defensive linemen, I grew up with him originally. We, um, we would all, I would always pick him up in practice when we were playing Little League. Um, Elijah Simmons, he's at Tennessee right now, UT Knoxville. So, you know, all those guys, they really impacted basically my journey to where I am now. For sure. Now, kind of transition again to, you know, the high school level. You played at Pearl Cone High School. What type of offense do they run? You know, I know that you are in the triple option attack right now at Kennesaw State. Did that have a similar offense or a similar type of feel that you're doing right now? Sort of, but it's it was a lot different. In high school, it was more of a balanced attack. We would run first, but we would also pass every now and then. I'd say we probably passed 20 times a game, depending on who we were playing and what we were seeing. But when it came to Kennesaw State, we'll probably pass, like, the most will probably be about 10, 12 times. But we're very efficient, just how my how the high school level was. So it was a very easy transition when it came to throwing the ball, just always trying to be um, accurate. And running, running portion, you know, I feel like it really helped me as an athlete coming from a, an athletic school where a bunch of the guys that I played with, they ran track. So I was always training with them and always trying to be more athletic and figure out what ways I can better my team. So I feel like that really helped my transition going to Kennesaw State. Would you say the Kennesaw State triple option attack is really advanced and really tough to learn? Um, and then how long, I guess, did it take you to really understand the system? To be honest with you, I think it took me entirely to learn the whole system I'd say about a year like fully understand what I was doing what was going on every aspect of the offense itself it took me a, a about a year and I don't think it was the fact that it was hard to learn it was the fact that it was so much of it when we were learning so it made it seem like it was a lot but it was just it was just so much as a freshman you don't really kind of figure out what's going on you you're trying to figure out one thing but then they throw another thing at your way so you got to put the wheels on and figure out what you got to do just try to get better one day at a time right now speaking of when you were a freshman you were red shirt in 2019 how would you say you've grown since that start as a red shirt in 2019 to where you are now tremendously honestly um I feel more mature being able to lead guys in a different aspect where I'm trying to, they know that I'm trying to relieve them in the right way, not just in a, a negative connotation. Coming from 2019, it wasn't a whole lot that I did know, but what I did know, I did, I tried to do the best way I could. But now that I know a lot more, I'm trying to help guys, you know, okay, we know, I know how it's supposed to go. So let's, let's bring it all together, you know, type of thing. Like what was kind of nail in the coffin? What was that final piece of the puzzle that was like, okay, I got to commit to Kennesaw State. This is where I want to be. So um, originally it was my official visit. I was taking my official visit to Kennesaw State when they played Jacksonville State at SunTrust Park. So um, it was a bunch of us guys going over there at the time. And I remember watching the game. It went to five overtime. So that time it was like, wow, they, the guys played really hard. You know, they fought all the way to the end and they still won the game. 
it wasn't even about how the offense was run, how everybody was playing. You know, it was just the fact that everybody was really bought in to what they were doing. And at the end of the day, they were winning too. So it helped me see, okay, you know, they got something really good going right here. You know, I feel like I can contribute being an athlete and a, a good teammate as well. You know, I feel like I could really learn from what the coaches were providing at the time. You probably see it every time you you pop on the NFL draft. The NFL draft has increasingly gotten a lot more FCS players. A lot of FCS players are, are committing to schools. Um, Travis Hunter was one of the top recruits and decided to play at Jackson State. For those who maybe don't are not familiar with the FCS and don't watch the FCS, just talk about what it's like on a week-to-week basis playing in that league. Um, it's a lot of great guys coming from the FCS, you know, a lot of people that don't get a lot of recognition, you know, coming from different, totally different areas of towns, places you've never heard of. Um, a lot of people just don't have the recognition how they want to because they're either coming from a small place or something's going on back home to where they have to deal with family issues and stuff like that. So it's a lot that goes on in the FCS that people don't really see behind the scenes. But playing at a level like this, you get every athlete in America it, it doesn't matter who you go up against there's always competition so that's what makes it fun about the FCS you never know what could happen yo there are many events coming up in the world of sports it'd be great to be in attendance for such where can we get tickets SeatGeek you see SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. One thing you probably didn't think that would ever happen in your uh, at the start of your career is playing a spring football season since it got delayed in the fall due to the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, what was it like playing in that spring season? And what was it like going from the spring and then playing a full fall season? Oh, um, going from that spring, it was pretty tough, honestly, because we've, we've never been through something like that, especially going from meetings where we had to sit in our rooms and quarantine and do everything possible to stay away from each other. But when we got closer to the fall semester, we started getting back to how we used to, to do it, where we were coming into the meeting rooms and, seeing coaches you know it was it felt like how it should have been going into the fall season so we felt more comfortable with everybody and then on top of that we had uh one of our teammates pass well he was killed originally and it it brought our team closer together like nobody has ever seen like i i felt like as a team we grew closer as people than teammates and we started to truly understand like our strengths and weaknesses and we tried to help each other come along and bring everything together as a team so I feel like really going into that fall season we really tried to connect everything and we came up short but at the end of the day I feel like we were better for it yeah I'm sorry to to hear about that with uh, dealing with that as a team that's definitely something that is very uh, heartbreaking and uh, condolences to, uh, to him and his family so in twenty in last season, you made a big leap, uh, winning a conference player of the year in the Big South. 
scoring an FCS best 38 touchdowns total. What was the key to uh, reaching those accomplishments? My teammates, um, just having faith in them, constantly grinding, you know, um, day in and day out, figuring out what the best way is to to get everybody on the same page when we were practicing, you know, in games, you know, things wouldn't go our way, but hey, you know, saying, okay, guys, we need to do this. We need to figure out what we need, figure out how to score. That, that was basically the model for what we were trying to do that entire year, just figure out how to score. Um, and then going into it, just trying to be more as a, as a vocal leader, as I said, just always trying to encourage guys to take that extra leap going forward um so you talked about how your goal is to play in the nfl uh being a quarterback uh what nfl qb do you think that your game is uh, most similar to huh oh that's that's a good one it's, it's a lot of great quarterbacks in the nfl um as a kid i would say that i modeled my game after cam newton because i originally had bought his cleats from yeah. his camp that he had had in atlanta so um, I, I feel like I really modeled my game after him. But as I grew older and started really understanding the game more, I feel like I try to model my game more after Russell Wilson. Just how he processed the game and how much of a leader he is on and off the field. And I, he's probably one of my biggest role models and who I aspire to be. Yeah, yeah, Russell Wilson, yeah, think about him, like, on and off the field, just a great human being in general, a great quarterback, and so you, like, uh, also, like, running running the ball as well, like, you get, like, getting in the open field as well, is that, like, something you really, like, to pride yourself when you're on the field? When it comes to running and throwing the ball, I have no issue with either one. The main goal for me is to always be able to make the play when it needs to be made um get my job done when I need to do my job and if whatever the coach requires me to do I will do it yeah for sure we're seeing more like quarterbacks running in today's NFL you look at Russell Wilson Josh Allen Lamar Jackson Cam Newton of course uh, definitely something that you didn't see uh, 20 years or 30 years ago and that's just like the new way of playing quarterback in this league what are some things that you hope to improve on uh, not just to reach your team goals, but to eventually get the opportunity to get drafted in the NFL uh, when you're when you want to, whether you know you leave next year or uh, after you uh, graduate from school. What I continue to want to do is to continue to be a better person on and off the field. You know, be a better teammate. Just always being that encouraging person. Of course, on the physical aspect, trying to get bigger, faster, stronger, you know, whatever I need to do to get to where I need to get to, I, I'm willing to do. So I feel like if I get that opportunity and that call, then I'll be able to make the, the most of my um, opportunity. Awesome. What would you say your best uh, quality in your in your character is? I guess my best quality would be my smile. From what I've heard people say is my best quality is my smile and it's infectious. So when I start smiling, everybody starts to smile and they feel like they're in a happier mood. So that's why I always try to try to smile a little bit more, even if I'm not feeling the best way I can. Yeah, yeah, that, that helps get that positive energy, gets everybody going. That's a very great quality to have, just being able to bring that positivity and just bring that energy, I think. 
I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, the sport of football has evolved over the years, like uh, like everything in life. But what is one change in the game of college football that you that you would implement that would make the game better? Mm, college football as a whole, I feel like mm, that's that's honestly a a really tough question. The FBS level, I would say that. Honestly, if they expanded the college football playoffs, it would be a lot more entertaining because I feel like four teams is just it's not enough to where people would would be locked in. Granted, it's it's entertaining. They put the best four teams up there every year, but everybody always gets the question like, dang, could a could a number 18 possibly make it all the way there or a number 16 possibly make it all the way there? It's always those questions that people ask, you know, thinking about what you could do better, you know. And it could also go into the FCS playoffs. Maybe instead of 24 teams, they kind of condense it to just 16, kind of how they did in the spring, but make it more, I guess, they only have a certain amount of qualifiers. For the FBS playoff, how many teams do you think should be in it? I'd probably say eight. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it 16 just because it's so competitive at that level. Like, you, you wouldn't really want to be interested in it, at least what how I see it. Yeah, have like, have like all, have all five power five conference champions in and then three wild cards. Yep. That'd, be, that, that'd probably make the most sense, I think, for sure. So I got uh, one more question for you. This is for uh, all kids out there who are chasing a dream and anything in life, you know, maybe being an NFL player, NBA, MLB, or maybe a doctor, lawyer, teacher, or just anything in life. What, what would be the advice that you would give to those uh, kids out there? Never give up. It doesn't matter if you're too small or you're not this or somebody's telling that you can't get to an opportunity that you feel like you, you deserve regardless of what they say I feel like you should give it your best shot and let whoever is deciding that try to give it your best all to where if you come up short then you know for a fact that you gave it your all and there's no no worries or regrets about it you know I feel like now people just don't they really take it for granted how many opportunities they have and when the opportunity hits you you don't take it because you don't feel like you deserve it when in reality, everybody deserves a chance to live out their dreams. So I feel like you should never give up going into it. At the end of the day, never give up. Yeah, for sure. I, I hope uh, NFL GMs are uh, listening, going to listen to this interview and realize that you're you're a guy that uh, they would love to have uh, leading your uh, their team one day. And uh, Xavier, we wish the Best for you and uh, looking forward to seeing what you do next season and uh, and the years to come. All righty. Thank you. Well, once again, Xavier, appreciate the time coming on the show, talking about your career so far at Kennesaw State, and we look forward to watching you play in the fall. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, 
All our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.